Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Am I Greedy 12? And before we do get into the story, I just want to give you a warning that it does contain death of a loved one. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. And it's titled, Am I the Arsehole for Refusing to Forgive a Debt That Will Cost My Sister a House? My mother died about two months ago. She didn't leave much behind other than a paid-for house worth about 180k and a little money in the bank. Mum announced a couple of years ago that she intended to leave her house to my sister, Sarah, who takes care of her severely disabled son full-time. Mum said that she wanted to make sure they had a roof over their heads and the rest of her kids could make it on their own. Sarah does struggle a lot and has said many times that she wouldn't have been able to make it without mum. When mum died, she had some bills outstanding, but her biggest debt was that she owed me 37000 I loaned her the money so that she could fix her plumbing and septic system, as well as making the house more handicap friendly for Sarah and Jeremy. Mum had been paying me back every month. I have paperwork proving the money is owed. Here is the problem. If I file a claim against her estate like any other creditor would do, my brother John, mum's executor, will have no choice but to pay it. But to do so, you'll have to sell the house, since there isn't money in the estate to pay it any other way, which means that Sarah and Jeremy will have to find a different place to live. I know mum wanted Sarah to have the house. There is also the issue that mum's will said Sarah got the house, but any money in the estate would be split evenly between the other four of us. So technically, we think that means Sarah wouldn't actually get anything. John is talking to a lawyer to make sure he is reading that right. Sarah is also concerned that if she did get a large amount of money, John and I have both said we would give her whatever we got from the house if it does get sold, and it could interfere with the help that she gets from the government. John and Sarah are both pushing me to not file a claim against the estate, but if I don't, and the loan basically goes away. Sarah has said she will pay it back to me and would even sign a new loan. The trouble is that I don't believe her. She has borrowed money before and never paid it back. Not because she doesn't want to, but because she can't afford to. She struggled with money living with mum. So it's going to be even worse for her without mum paying bills in the house as well. If I don't file a claim, I will be out 37000 And that is far more than I want to hand over as a gift, even to my sister. I've told John and Sarah that I am officially filing a claim on Monday morning. They're both calling me a greedy asshole and telling me that I am ignoring what mum wanted. I think it's unreasonable to expect me to just forget 37,000. Am I the asshole? So the OP does leave some comments which gives some extra information. They start off with, The will wasn't left vague. Mum wanted Sarah to get the house, but the rest of us to split what money was left. Mum thought there would be some money, but 
that it wouldn't come close to the value of the house. It turned out that there wasn't enough to pay back her debt to me. My sister is not a deadbeat. You can't pay back money if you don't have it. I trust her intentions. I don't trust her ability to follow through. She is not married. I'm open to suggestions. I want to be clear that my sister is a good person. She isn't refusing to pay back money she borrows because she is out having a good time. She's struggling to take care of her child with absolutely no help from her child's father. I know her intentions are good. They always are. But at the end of the day, she won't be able to afford paying back a loan. I don't want to take the risk with that much money. I am in good shape, financially anyway. The money I loaned mum actually came from money I received after my husband passed away. Losing the money wouldn't bankrupt me, but is an amount that would definitely be missed. Sarah would not be homeless, at least in the short run. Worst case, both John and I have committed to giving Sarah whatever money we would end up receiving if the house does get sold. And that money we could easily get creative with. If handing the money directly to Sarah would affect her getting government benefits, we could simply use it to pay bills on her behalf. Someone said to OP, they said, I gather that you have three siblings besides Sarah. If they feel that you should be willing to make sacrifices to help Sarah, then why don't they split the burden with you? If each of your three other siblings repaid you $9,250 and you forgave the remaining $9,250 of the debt, then you would all have contributed equally to Sarah's support. If they aren't willing to do that, then they are not morally justified in criticizing you for being unwilling to let 37k go. Opie replied and said, actually brought up that idea and was told no. I'm financially stable with a secure job. I have savings outside of this money for emergencies. Losing this money would not bankrupt me, but it would set me back on some financial goals, namely buying my own home. Someone says to OP, the sister was already struggling with the mum paying bills. Now she doesn't even have that help. Will the sisters be able to pay the bills to the house solo? In the long run, the sister may need to sell the house. OP says, I've thought about that as well. I know that without mum's income in the house, Sarah is signing up for some additional benefits. But I have a hard time believing it will make up for the bills that mum always paid. When I asked Sarah, she gave vague answers, which is standard for her when she doesn't really have a plan. My guess is that even if Sarah gets the house, she won't have it for long. But I could be wrong. Mum knew a lot more about Sarah's finances than I do, and she thought Sarah could keep the house, so maybe there is something I don't know. Whippy says, at an absolute minimum, Sarah will be receiving around 30k, so it's not like she'd be out on the street tomorrow. Someone says, but she couldn't get a house with that right. A safe place for her and a disabled child for life is irreplaceable to her. Especially with her shit credit and financial situation, making it impossible to turn that 30k into something at all comparable. That money won't last about a few months, and then what? Opie says, no, you can't buy a house of 30k, I agree with you there. However, I find it ridiculous that I'm being asked to spend 37k on Sarah's housing. My siblings are being asked to do nothing. And why? Because I agreed to loan my mother 55k interest-free to help her save money. Opie had some additional info about her sister and how she deals with money and says, My sister was horrible with money long before she had Jeremy. She had multiple cars repossessed, not paying bills and an apartment, getting into credit card debt. Mum and dad, before he passed, would help her out. I helped as did John. This went on for years. Then she got pregnant with Jeremy and had to deal with all his health problems. I have to give her a lot of credit. She grew up. She worked with social workers trying to get signed up for whatever help she could get. And she was there for Jeremy. 
She would still borrow money from me, but at this point I knew I wasn't getting it back. I was okay with it. My guess is that I'm not the only one. The last time Sarah tried to get a loan for a used van, she was turned down. Mum ended up having to co-sign from what she told me. Ended up paying most of the loan. Opie continues saying, I'm financially stable, so that means I should hand over my husband's life insurance money to my sister. No. You're correct, the fact that my sister has a disabled child is not her fault. It's also not my fault. I've been helping my sister since before Jeremy was born, and I will do so in the future, but in amounts that I can reasonably afford. 37k is not a reasonable amount. It would take me years to save that amount back up again. That money was going to be used as a down payment on my own home. I don't know why people think I don't need the money just because I have stated that not having it won't bankrupt me. And the last comment said, yes, I have paperwork. Mum actually insisted. And before we do go to the update, I will tell you that this post was voted you're the arsehole in this situation. There was a mix of comments in there as well, to be fair. But I will just read the top comment before we go to the update, which says, you're the arsehole for a few reasons here. One, you refuse to wait for your brother slash the executor to talk to an attorney, which is literally happening later in the week. Two, several people have made outstanding points, like getting a new contract or lien against the house. You absolutely will not hear a single word out of it. Just repeatedly saying she will not pay and I'll never see the money. That's where contracts and liens come in. They are literally there to protect you. Three, you state you are quite financially stable right now and that you do not need this money right this second. You are also unwilling to help find any workarounds for your sister and her multiple children. You are happy to make her homeless. Four, you claim that you and John are willing to give her your shares, but unsure if the other siblings will. But that could also screw with the benefits she has to have to take care of her child. So you're all willing to essentially hold on to it and what? Give her as you see fit. And the other two siblings who realistically shouldn't be getting a dime, but will if you do this. I've said nothing about their shares. Five, you are willing to make your sister and her children homeless over money that you are not in dire need of right this minute. No one in their right mind is telling you you should walk away from 37K and just be fine with that. But they are telling you to take a step back and find out all the information before jumping and you have zero interest in doing that or accept the judgment you requested when it's not going your way. But OP did update the post and they said, I officially submitted the paperwork to John to get payment for the debt. However, I decided that would forgive a quarter of the debt. So instead of claiming 37K, I am claiming 27,750. I told my siblings that I would forgive a fourth. And if keeping the house for Sarah is important, then each of them need to come up with the same. So far, they are saying they will not contribute. John and I spoke with the lawyer and we were wrong about how any cash from the sale of the house would be dispersed. First, any liquid assets have to be used to cover debts. Then, if assets need to be liquidated, then whoever was supposed to get that asset gets whatever proceeds are left after paying debts. So no matter what my siblings do, Sarah will get the rest of the money if the house is sold. The lawyer also pointed out the same thing many people here did, that giving Sarah the money could affect her benefits. Instead, he suggested she turn down the inheritance in favor of placing the money into a special needs trust for her son. Sarah will be talking to a lawyer on her options and exactly what that means. Sarah is attempting to get a loan using the house as collateral, but all the paperwork is in order yet. Exactly how much will be left in the estate after all debts are paid. And we are probably looking at needing to get a professional appraisal of the home first. 
One person at the bank talked to her and said that with her credit score and income, she doubts she would be approved, but that she would process the application once Sarah got all the data. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Now, our next story does come with an update as well from the True Off My Chest subreddit from Snoodes45 and says, My boyfriend faked a proposal, so I broke up with him. Me, 24 female, have been dating my boyfriend Andrew, 26 male, for five years now. We've had a healthy and stable relationship up until today. Andrew has always been a prankster and makes jokes with me all the time, and I do it to him too, but today he took it way too far. In the morning, he woke me up at 7am and told me to wake up because he wanted to take me to the spa. I was pretty surprised because it wasn't a special day or anything, but I was all in for it. At the spa, he told me how he wanted to go to a fancy restaurant after we were done at the spa and that he was paying. Of course, I agreed as we hadn't been out together in a long time. We then got to the restaurant. We had a beautiful and romantic dinner and just a nice time in general. We were talking about a house we were planning to move into and chit-chatted about other stuff too. After around 40 minutes, Andrew stood up and got on his knees and took out a box out of his pocket. My heart stopped beating. I hadn't even predicted this. We have never talked about proposal before, but I also thought it was a great time now. He did a speech about how I was the most beautiful girl in the world and how he wanted to live with me forever and ended with, will you marry me my princess? Of course, I said yes. Seconds later, all that excitement turned into horror. He opened the small box I expected he put the ring in, and it was a note saying, You've been pranked. And Andrew started laughing hysterically. He continued with, Baby, this was just a prank. I'm not ready at all to marry you yet. He was leaning in to hug me, and I gave him the biggest slap with tears streaming down my face. I just told him, We're over, you fucking scumbag. I'm now sitting in my bed crying and writing this and I don't know what to do. He's been texting and calling me but I haven't responded because I feel so sad, betrayed and mostly angry. I thought this was going to be one of the best days of my life. What should I do? Finn Javler says, Jokes are meant to be funny. That's not funny. That's cruel on a sadistic level. Pure evil. Cut your losses and run. Pancake Quest says, What do you mean what should I do? You announced that you have big news. You and Andrew are finally ready to let everyone know that the relationship was just a prank. You are actually single. 
then go date someone else who cares about you. Forgotten Horse says old boy took it too far. It's hard to come back from that sort of disrespect. I think you'd be best not seeing him anymore. He lied to you and tricked you. Now we can deal with the fallout. This cauliflower says, I'm so sorry this happened to you. Pranks aren't funny. Pranks that end up on Reddit are the worst kind of not funny. If after five years he wasn't ready to marry you, he never would. He's just not that into you. And if he is so tone deaf to think you'd find this little stint amusing, he is not right for you. You aren't compatible. Please love yourself and know your worth. Move on from him. It's not worth salvaging and that sucks. Hugs. So OP does update the post and they said, thank you guys so much for all the love in the replies to my last post. I honestly didn't expect it to get as much attention as it did, but I'm very, very grateful for that and it has helped me a lot. I asked mods if this subreddit, if I could do an early update and they allowed me to, so here's the update. After I made that Reddit post, I fell asleep crying and woke up and decided to call my now ex-boyfriend. I told him that it was over and that I didn't want to be together with someone who, after five years, still wasn't ready for marriage and make a big joke about it. He cried and then turned angry and demanded me to stay and told me I was a fucking asshole for leaving him like this after everything he has done for me. He cussed me out so much that I stopped listening at one point, so I don't really remember everything he said. In the end, we came to a sort of agreement that we are going to sell the house, that he will be sleeping in the guest room for now. So today, I've been scrolling the internet for apartments so I can have a fresh start. He's still not happy about the breakup though. He's trying so hard to get back with me, saying stuff the whole day like, can't we be together again? And this was just a small mistake I made. But the one that did it for me was, don't be so fucking petty and drop it. You know we are happy together and you know you still want me. When he said that, I absolutely lost it and called him every single name I could come up with and slammed my door. I think he also told his family about this whole situation because today I got a call from his mum telling me how selfish I was and how I couldn't handle a simple joke and it ended with her calling me a slur and hanging up the call. After that, I've gotten several messages from his other family members such as his siblings, his dad and even his aunt. I try to just block them all but every now and then comes a new message. I feel like more will happen but the next update will probably be in less than a week or so as I'm going to try and sell stuff I don't need, find a new apartment and fix everything with the house and stuff before we put it up for sale. I just want to get out of here as quickly as possible. I'm always a bit skeptical when family members get involved like the mum got involved in this one and said you can't handle a simple joke and I wonder what they've been told in the background because you think anyone from the outside of this was told this by their son. Oh, I, I played a prank on my girlfriend and I set up this magical day for her and all this kind of stuff, you know, made it all perfect and then got down on one knee and did a fake proposal. And the mum just turns around and goes, oh, good joke. I just can't see that she's been told the truth in this, but I don't know. What do you guys make of this situation? Put yourself in OP shoes. What would you do if it was you? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being a part of it all, truly. And don't forget at the end of the video, there'll be a couple of playlists there that you can click on. It will automatically scroll through all the videos for you. So whatever you're up to, maybe doing some a cheeky bit of gardening outside. I'd like to say that I was, but absolutely not it looks like it's gonna piss down out there <laughs> it will automatically scroll through all those videos for you thank you so much and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care
and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 